Hello, hello. I am a huge friend. I mean, friend. Oh my gosh. I'm a huge fan of Atlanta. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like a lot of reviews and content, at least that I'm finding, they just aren't giving what needs to be gave. So, I am here to do my review of Atlanta. I don't know exactly how I would be breaking these up. I think for now I'll do two episodes at a time. I, in real time, have only watched up to episode, I think, five or six. Um, and throughout watching it, I was like, I really just want to hear somebody talk about this damn show. And some people talked about it, but they mainly did, like, ending explained and that type of stuff. And, I, and you know, I, this is just not enough for me. Um, but if you do know of anybody who does, like, you know, decently cover this show, please send them my way. Um, the only one I know, does he do Atlanta? Broken Robot 3000 is a YouTube channel I used to watch for Atlanta. Um, and, like, after coming off of the high of Snowfall, I was like, I, I, I need more. And when Atlanta, the season for this, when this season for Atlanta came out, I was excited. But at the moment, I wasn't in the headspace to watch it, especially with the episode it started off with. Um, Devontae Hart, um... That entire case is a case that I have followed very closely since I very since I first like heard about it, um, and it's one that like just really guts to me when I think about it. Judge Gambino's um, I call him Judge Gambino. I realize a lot of people call him Donald Glover, but I call him Judge Gambino. Um, Judge Gambino and his brother Stephen. Uh, they give it a lot better ending. And it kind of makes my conspiracy theory goes off because they never found Devontae Hart's actual body. And if you're not aware about the, the Hart family case, I really wish I knew Devontae's real last name because Hart's not his real last name. Hart is the name of the uh, two lesbians who he was given to in foster care. And uh, the entire situation really illustrates a lot of the issues in the foster care system. And... Uh, Gosh, we'll go over the first episode. I'm going to go over the first episode in detail. So, um, I don't know. I just really, I really love Atlanta. I really love Childish Gambino. I've been a friend of, I've been, friend. oh my gosh, I'm not his friend. Even though if you ever wants to be friends, hey. Um, I've been such a fucking fan of him before Atlanta started. I think FX has a very good eye for um, programming. Um, cause Dave is a very good program. Atlanta's a good program. So, uh, I was say Southside. Snowfall is a really good program. Um, really, really fucking good. And I'm just trying to figure out where to start here. Cause I don't want to go into the episode that I've watched. Let's just start, let's just, let's just, I'm just going to start off with some thoughts, like, not some thoughts, but, like, some of the things that, uh, Donald Glover has said that, like, he wants the season to be about. He said he wants to be a mainly, a, a black fairy tale focusing on mainly short stories, and I did not realize that the whole season would actually be in Europe. It actually does make a lot of sense. Um, Atlanta has been on for four years, um, so it is a little hard sometimes to remember where they left off, but I do remember they were on the airplane, and I think that last episode was talking a lot about pulling yourself up from the bootstraps and going into that concept and theory, 
and uh, the nuances that comes along with being black and having that indaunted in your life. And we got to see the uh, juxtaposition between how Brian Tyree Henry grew up, which is actually very interesting because um, Paperboy in real life is a very classical, I would call him a classical black man in a sense. Like he, he likes jazz and, you know, the funner things in life, um, which I think is so funny because he, he as a person is very different from Paperboy. But I think that him as a person, like he, he loves Shakespeare. I think he's classically trained in, um, in theater as well. And you get to see some of that in some different semblances of Paperboy throughout the entire show. Like when he is in the woods and his mom, that was just so intense to watch. Um, but anyway, so basically in the third season, they're going to be in Europe. And like when I first started watching the series, like I said, I wasn't in the headspace for it. And then on top of that, like I... I like to watch it all when it comes out, like, and watch it on my own pace. I almost think of Atlanta as, like, Black Mirror type of content, um, where it's just, like, you go at your own pace when it comes to this type of stuff. Like, I don't even know if this is stuff that you watch with other people unless you go, you're really close to that person. Because um, I really just think that you watch at your own pace. Because there are some scenes that happen in Atlanta that just makes you go, whoa, kind of like Dave, too, like when, he has, when he's having his, like, breakdown as an artist and he's, like, talking to himself and and it just, it, things take a turn for the dark. And that is my type of content. I love content where it's, like, humorous and then things take a turn for the dark. It's kind of like the highlight. It's like the thematic stylistic of my life. Things seem, like, happy. I found a 20 today, and I'm just, like, where are things going to take a turn for the dark? Um... Actually, really funny. Before my husband left me, I had found a hundred dollars at Walmart. Actually, I think someone went to get cash back and like left. And like, I'm sorry. Like, if you could, if you try to get a hundred dollars cash back from Walmart and you like forget that, I don't know if you wanted that. I've forgotten a twenty at times, at times, but not a hundred dollars cash back. Okay. Anyway, moving along. Um, Stephen Glover said that he he said that Atlanta is everywhere and nowhere in this season. And I get that. I feel that, like, I really feel that so far. I took a few notes. Um, so if it sounds like I'm reading for something, I am. I'm reading for my notes. Um, and he called, he said that this season he wanted to focus a lot on short stories. Oh, gosh. I just, I love his content so much. I really, really do. Now I'm trying to just figure out, like, where to start. So, yeah, basically, like I was saying, season three is uh, you're basically taking these niggas up out their comfort zone, very niggas in pairs type of energy, and you get to see what happens when they're not in America. And I do think it's very interesting because, like, of course, he's playing up a lot of thematic nuances, but I do kind of feel like it's not that far from the truth of how things would probably be like I just like you know I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that thought but it's just interesting it's just interesting okay um <laughs> I think I just need to get into talking about the first episode and uh Donald Glover trying to you know did assure that the fourth season will be back in Atlanta um what got me back into wanting to finish up the season actually was seeing Van look like she's in whiteface with her hair change, I was like, whoa. 
where are we going with this storyline? And there's something about me that feels like I know where they're going with that storyline. But Childish Gambino and his brother, because his brother is the other um, writer and producer, they always kind of come to show us that, like, where you think we're going, we may just not be. And sometimes it's right on the money. Anywho, the fourth season opens up with not any of the main cast. Um, and the first episode is called Three Slaps. I cannot pronounce the next episode. I think Center Class is coming to town. Skinker Class. Anyway, so we open up the season and we got two fishermen, right? And at the end, it actually does say that, so the black fisherman is just, his name is Black. And then the the white fisherman's name is actually Ernest. It's kind of interesting. Um, But they're on the boat and they're like talking about, I don't remember exactly how everything went. The next episodes I will be doing like after I watch them, so it'll be a little easier for me to keep track of my thoughts. But um, I'm just trying to re- decipher through my notes. I don't know. Uh, so basically, they're sitting on the boat and they're kind of just talking about like this this uh, this story, and it actually reminds me a lot of. Um, Oh my gosh, you know, at one part, like, this is a little fast forward, but at one part, they have a, this white girl has a jersey, right? And it says the Central Park Five, and she's like, I didn't finish this episode, so I don't know if they were going to go anywhere further with this, but she has a, she has a Central Park Five, or whatever, jersey, and I was just like, wait, what? And it's like a, I, I'm going to guess that is showing a scandal for a company. Um, but basically, it's, it's throwing back to the um, the five from the central. Well, they say four plus one, or is it five plus one? Four plus one is what they say because it's basically centered around the gentlemen who all got falsely accused of raping a woman in New York City in I think like the 90s, and then Donald Trump was a huge um, voice in wanting them to be um, killed, actually. He wanted them to um, get the death penalty, and then later on, we get definitive proof. Actually, the whole entire the Central Park Five is, in, it, 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 it is insane. I actually remember it being in my textbooks, and I remember um, in my textbooks, it's it talking about the men as if they were guilty of the crime, and then as we get older, we learn to find out that um, one of the gentlemen who ended up having the longest stay in prison runs into the actual person who committed the crime and he admits to it. And then they all get exonerated. The exonerated five, I think, is what they go as now. Um, Ava DuVernay is the person who created the documentary on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, but you've watched Atlanta... I kind of think you're a little hypocritical, to be honest, especially if you're white. If you're black, I can see why watching more black trauma would be hard for you. But if you're white and you can ingest Atlanta, but you can't ingest this actual real story that happened, then I, I do think that that's a little hypocritical. Um, 
But that's just my personal opinion. And I'm sticking with it. So this is like, if you're white and you're listening to me talk and you have not watched it, I suggest you go watch it. It's a very important story to know. Um, and it's all real. But anyway, so we start off with them two talking in a boat. And they're like fishing at night, which, first of all, hell no. I'm not fishing at night. I'm not going to be over at on water at night. I'm going to be in water in the afternoon time, okay? But f- definitely not at night with a white man, okay? Or even a black man, a white woman, a black woman, an orange woman, my cat, my dog, my child. None of these um, will be going together for Jaquela, okay? But, but yeah, so basically the real story I want to get into this is more so talking about Laquarius. So Laquarius, the white girl tried to rename him Larry, Jesus. Um, Laquarius is basically portraying Devontae Hart, and Devontae Hart is a young man who was adopted with his, who was adopted into a foster program after his mom had lost him because she had a um, drug addiction. And I do believe that he went in with his sister as well, and I do believe she passed away, and I do believe they found her body in the car accident. But... Throughout this episode, and I, I know there was, like, a lot of dialogue between the fishermen on the boat, but I just, like, I don't I don't remember that much about it. Um, so I'm just not going to talk about that much about it. And now I feel hypocritical myself because I said that I wouldn't give this review what it needs to be given. And I already skipped over some details. But I'll be more thorough later on. Anyway, moving along. First of all, it was a little distracting because I actually find one of the girls who portrayed the couple so attractive. Um, I'm bisexual, by the way. Um, mainly gay because I mainly towards women. But, I mean, if a non-offensive man comes my way, that's fine enough. Maybe I'll say yes. I don't know, I have to make sure I don't know if I can just ever be with a man on a serious case basis. Like, I think I would, like, literally take it as a joke. But I think some women think they do when they date other women. Some women. And they just take it like, oh, he's just a girl. You know, it's just a thing. Yeah, that's how I feel more about men. I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Sure. Anyway, moving along. Um, so. It was really distracting because she's so pretty. Not the, like sour-faced lesbian but the other one um i just i just think she's so pretty anyway i'm gonna skip around a little bit uh, with this episode completely with this whole review actually completely because i really want to get into the further episodes and i know me if i just like stop recording and then i try to and then i like want to go back and watch i'll get to check something else and it'll take me forever to actually do this i'm adhd as fuck um but I promise you the rest of the reviews will give will be will give what needs to be given, okay? But there are just some interesting parts of this. First of all, um 
Laquarius, as he's, like, leaving, he gets the hint that something's wrong because he sees, like, his birth certificate outside in the trash and just, like, all their stuff gone or whatever. And the mom's just, like, let's take a trip. And it's, like, it's really crazy because I myself have imagined, like, what this ride must have been like for these kids in actual real life. And I feel like me and Charles Shigebino was kind of on the same page a little bit, even though I know he just he may have just wanted it to end a little better than it did in real life. Um... Or he could be going with my conspiracy theory, cause I so like in my heart, in my soul, I I just I want Devonte Hart to still be alive. Um, I remember seeing the picture go viral originally when he's hugging the police officer, and I remember thinking that his jacket must feel uncomfortable because it looked like pleather, and his hat was a very weird hat, like his clothing just looked really weird. Um. And then fast forward, like what, like a year later, he's dead, allegedly. They never found his body, but I mean, they went over the fucking thing and it's just, I don't know. Like a part of me really does hope that like Laquarius did in this episode that Devontae did um, peep game. Because I do think that he would have been the most intuitive and the one, the most vocal because... If you follow the case, you know that Devontae Hart, the actual boy, that he was, like, the one who asked his neighbors for food, told them that he was hungry, and um, he would typically try to get food for his his siblings, like the rest of the kids that they had adopted. And that just always goes back through my head. It really fucking does. Like, this one thing for a child to fucking ask you for candy or... Because f- the, the, the people who... the the family that the kid went to, Devontae Hart, um, to ask them for food, they went and told the moms and was like, hey, he's over here asking for food. Everything's okay. And I just I just think, I wonder where was the neighbor's intuition? I wonder if maybe the neighbors didn't want to get too involved because I would just have to imagine that it would have been very odd energy interacting with those two women in real life um, because they're obviously hiding the horrific abuse that they're putting on these kids. I saw some creepy-ass videos of these kids just, like, in the woods, like, with adults. And it just... I saw some very disturbing material. Um, And, like, at one point when they're about to, I guess, like, kill them or whatever, or what, I don't know, when the moms park, they park, she asks the other mom, like, why do they let us adopt so many kids? Why? And I think that brings a very important question for the actual ladies, like, to the system. Like, why the hell, like, are are kids just that expendable? I understand that we have a huge fucking problem, and it's, it's really the main reason why I'm really thinking about going back to school so I can become a social worker. But I just, I know the burnout rate is so high. And I just, sometimes I feel like I'm too emotional for that type of stuff. But then sometimes I feel like being too emotional is the thing that's needed for this type of field. And also kudos to Childish for pretty much casting um, a cast that doesn't have a lot of resume underneath. And having them start off the season of Atlanta. I know some people didn't prefer that. Because they are so excited to get back into the mix of things with the Atlanta cast. But I think that um, 
every single actor and actress in the first episode of Atlanta um, now has a headlining resume and opportunity to continue um, acting and earning income. And I just, I really fucking think that's amazing. Um, and I also heard that some interns also like wrote in that episode as well. So I just really love that. Um, but yeah, the first episode, it just had, there's like, there's just so many like different things. Like at one point, I think like the cop axes, I think this, this is going to be just a review on the first episode. Um, yeah, I'm going to make this one just the first episode. This show is just wild, I tell you. It really is. Just some of the things that, like, uh, I'm trying to remember a lot of the details from the first episode. I just remember it hit me. It was so interesting, too, because, like, the white women, they, like, free the dog, and they're like, go free, go free, go free. It was just, it was just, like, an epic, like, I don't know, like, you know, like, let's be honest with it, a lot of white lesbians are kind of the worst, in that case, like, showed the worst of the worst that, like, it can be at, because, like, let's, let's just be honest with it, okay, there's nothing more empowered sometimes than some white lesbians, like, they will have energy, like, non- other okay it is like i am the boss of the world there's nothing you could tell me like i just because like i already know how it how empowered it feels when you kind of take men out of the equation it honestly does feel empowering so i can only imagine what it's like for like white lesbians because you as a white woman you already kind of have not only the protection from like the men in your life but you also have the protection from not even just the like you 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 get offered protection from almost everybody and you can as i do feel like white lesbian can also say fuck men too fuck my daddy fuck my brother fuck my cousin fuck my uncle okay not like that you know what i'm saying like fuck them all and then they can easily just still have them to be there for them at the end of the day in beginning and middle it's actually just very fascinating so i can only imagine how you know as a white woman who gets to, like, say, fuck you guys, I'm gonna go fuck who I wanna fuck, and it ain't gonna be none of y'all, uh, men as an option, but also, I want you to make sure that you protect me at all costs. They don't say that outright, because, like, a lot of them, I feel like, would be like, I'm on my own, I'm independent, hey, dad, so, you know, and that's just how it is, shit, it is what it is. And I, but I just feel like this case shows the epitome and the height of, like, where things can go wrong. Um, and, like, the real family, they got a lot of praise in their real life for being, oh, my gosh, you're amazing moms. Like, not only are you guys braving the waters of being white lesbians and the struggle that comes with that, but you're also taking on these kids and the struggle that comes with that. And so it just becomes like, I don't know, just a, a tale of a lot of oddities that gets involved. Because I just, I do feel like there's a lot of potential there for ego, for protect, like just a lot of places for things to go wrong. Um, um, Big Brother Canada is on Paramount. Thank the Lord. They're also getting Paramount 
is um is it Paramount? Peacock. Peacock is taking Love Island, and I'm so fucking excited. Oh my gosh! And we're getting like 60 to 70 episodes. Ah! I'm so excited. So excited. So excited. Um, and I will maybe be corresponding with somebody and doing the dual thing for a uh, big brother this summer. So you girl got a hot girl summers plan. My idea of hot girl summer plans is the puzzles I wanted to get from Amazon lined up, um, extra dough in my pocket to go to Ross and Marshall's and TJ Maxx bitch and the dispensaries and, uh, and big brother. That, that sounds like a hot girl summer baby. That sounds like tummy tuck. That, you know, that sounds like tummy tuck bikini. Mm-hmm. So if I say hot girl summer, it is a whole different atmosphere for your girl. It is in my house. Rent is paid. Bills is paid. That sounds good to me. I'm totally going off topic at this point, which just shows me that I'm done talking. Um... I do love that the social worker that they put in there did have the perceptiveness. It also, that, the social worker being in that scene really did show to me how important it is to, like, be a person of color in these type of fields. Um, it's just draining of a thought to, like, go back to school, to, like, do something that I may end up feeling like I am not built for. So it kind of makes me, like, feel a little stuck a little bit. That is where I will say, like, my ex-husband was a good match for me, a good pairing for me, because he can be very detached from things. And so he would kind of help me find, like, the middle point of, like, how much I should be detached from things as well. You know, it's just, it's, like, two heavily emotional people. Sometimes they're not the best, you know what I'm saying? I'm a heavily emotional bitch, okay? But, yeah, so I love Atlanta. I kind of want to, like, just kind of talk about some of the other stuff that's happened a little bit so if you don't want spoilers and if you have not watched past episode one then please go um the dude who like to who's like making paperboy's ass itch while he's looking for his phone oh my gosh his voice was so beautiful also i knew socks had the phone the whole time i knew socks had the phone i knew socks had the phone like i like i kid you not i kid you not if i was recording this while watching it like live time you would know that i knew that socks had that fucking phone i knew it i knew it i knew it but that whole scene like the way they portrayed that whole entire situation is so funny i still have no clue what's happening to to val right now um so i'm very interested to see that you could tell that your girl's kind of, like, losing it a little bit. Because um, you could see the impulsiveness coming out. She pushes homeboy in the water. That shit was funny, though. Um, and then she falls into it. One of the episodes... I'm, I'm thinking about some stuff that people probably may not know. Um, is actually about the FNB Bank, First National Bank, and how that got started on the backs of slavery. See, here's the thing that makes it very interesting for them to be in Europe for me personally, is the fact that um, 
it is really uh, it's just really fascinating because like think about how things like George Floyd happens here I think that Americans very easily can turn that part of them back off where it's like okay I cared and now I don't care but I think in other cultures I think that things that happen here may highlight how bad things are over there because here's the thing just because a country doesn't have racism I mean doesn't have slavery doesn't mean it doesn't have racism and different forms of slavery like at all if you look up British roots it's all racist (laughs) so fucking racist and i do think it's funny not funny but like the one scene where this, the bottle episode almost kind of not really a bottle episode because bottle episodes typically appear like in one like scene but marshall the white guy when he's basically just talking to his daughter his daughter's like they said i was racist and i actually kind of think it's interesting because like my daughter is one that would never fuck with that like my daughter is the one like if if you were to call someone else in the class that she'd be like that's my friend and don't you ever say that don't you ever say that like my daughter would my daughter would be pissed she'd be like my god mom is white don't you ever say that um she misses her god mom so damn much i'd be like girl this is an awkward situation for me because we're like no longer friends right now or whatever i'm like girl this is an awkward situation for me i know you miss her but i don't know what to do for you i don't know what to do for you (sighs) So I know my child, like, even though, like, she's sad that she hasn't seen her in a long time, like, you still can't tell her nothing about that girl. Um, so if you were to come for her, my daughter would come for you. (laughs) I just think, I just think it was so endearing and so interesting to see, like, him kind of, like, stumble in that conversation and then be like, but our families were, like, slave, right, you know? And he's just, like, trying to pull something out of nothing. But, yeah, so that is my... Somewhat review of Atlanta season season three, episode one. Um, if you're here with me, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe, I guess. I don't fucking know. I just throw shit at the wall. And honestly, I don't look at views. I don't look at any of that stuff. I come on here when I want to, talk when I want to. And who knows? My reviews for Atlanta may never come. Or it may come, like, five years later. Mm, it just all depends on how I fucking feel. <sighs> anyway, I hope everyone's having a good Sunday, a good day. I have a book club puzzle that's really fucking cute. And your girl thinks she's going to go finish that right now. And work on my cosmic planner, my cosmic calendar. The planner designed to keep you aligned. All right, I'm losing it now. Anywho, bye-bye.